All right, welcome back inside our proactive newsroom. And joining me now is John Pasalacqua. He is the CEO of First Phosphate Corp. And John, welcome back. Good to see you again. Hi, Steve. So a real step forward for the Quebec government uh, announcing, um, in essence, uh, a critical and strategic minerals list, and, and phosphate is on that. So I know you've been talking about this for a while, and you, you had wind that this was coming. So maybe you can kind of explain uh, the decision by the government and what this means. Yeah, so as you know, um, all, all governments in the world now, um, national governments seem to have critical minerals lists, but also, you know, the, the, the state and province governments um, have these mineral lists as well. So this is the mineral list that pertains to Quebec. Um, why this is important is because, as you know, Quebec is, I, I would believe, almost more than half of, of Canada's entire uh, uh, mining uh, um, activity. Uh, it also has, you know, significant reserves. And also, it's very mining friendly. It's known as perhaps the, the most mining friendly jurisdiction in the world. So it's really important what Quebec uh, does, uh, you know, the rest of Canada looks at and the rest of the world looks at, you know, um, Canada is also updating its critical minerals list uh, for, I believe, 2024, maybe as late as 2025. So they're going to look very closely at what the provinces have done. And these new five um, critical minerals that have gone on from uh, on the list from Quebec is an important indication of where we might be going for Canada as well and some of the other countries of the world. So it's a real recognition for phosphate, but not only phosphate, the appetite, you know, pure high purity uh, phosphate and, and what is going to be needed for the battery sector. And if you look at the other um, minerals that they added as well, it's all minerals that are, you know, looking for high purity, high purity iron, high purity, high purity silica, everything that's that's really needed for for the battery industry. Um, and everything that's high purity. So really quite quite directive here from, from Quebec and you know, great initiative. I'm sure there was a lot of minerals on there that other people wanted that didn't get on there, but I guess they, they went through a formal review process and these were some of the most important ones that they, they thought uh, should, should be uh, prioritized. John, I'm, I'm wondering, obviously Quebec has done this, Ontario had done it as well, but as you mentioned, the government of Canada hasn't come out with, a, with that as far as adding phosphate to this, this particular list of, of critical minerals. Is it, is it better state by uh, province by province, or would it be better for a blanket all of Canada to say these are the critical metals we need? It seems almost as if it's fragmented and really needs to be sort of a, a national thing that needs to happen. Actually, you know, I, I think I think both are important. I think, you know, um, each each uh, regional um, area of a country, especially a country as big as Canada, with, you know, lots of different geographies, it's important that, you know, they stabilize or stipulate what's important to them. You know, um, you know, something, you know, oil might be more important um, out, out west, you know, and, and more, maybe gold out in British Columbia. But something like phosphate is very rare and unique to Quebec. So Quebec mm. definitely needs to have that on their list. And anybody else that perhaps doesn't even have the phosphate reserves or, or, or reserves of different forms. So it's really important um, for the for the for the regional uh, areas, the provinces to stipulate what's important to them. But you're right. It's also very important at a national level that we have a, a national coordination. And that national coordination should probably be, you know, a, a, an agglomeration of all the minerals that are that are um, are identified as strategic uh, by the provinces. All of those should end up on the on the on the national list, and then probably a couple others that you know maybe there's a more of a national interest for. So I would suspect everything that's on the Quebec list, um, and everything that's on all of the other uh, provincial lists, to eventually find their way onto the critical mineral list of, of Canada and maybe some of the other countries, because we know that the U.S. is still looking at phosphate very closely. The fertilizer uh, uh, guilds over there have uh, have have asked for that to be on the on the list. So Quebec and now probably Canada going. It's on the European list. The Korea's South Korea's got it. Um, it's on the list in Ontario as well. Um, so we see this as a, as a bright day for phosphate, uh, for the phosphate industry globally. So we're really proud to have worked very closely with uh, with Quebec government um, on, on seeing the value of this. There's been a lot of hard work 
in you know um, showing the value of Quebec igneous phosphate as one of the purest forms of phosphate uh, for making high purity uh, purified phosphoric acid for the battery industry in North America and the world. Yeah. And lastly, John, um, much like we've seen in uranium, uh, there's a, a critical shortage of uranium. Phosphate is headed that way as well. Uh, can you just remind everyone a little bit about how important phosphate will be in the future and 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 why a project like yours is so important? Yeah, so that, that's a big topic. Let me try to say it in, in a few simple words. We have people saying that there is a peak phosphate in the world, and then we have other people saying that there is no peak phosphate. And the reality is, is that they're both right. There's peak phosphate in every country of the world, other than perhaps Morocco. Um, every country of the world has no more than 10, maximum 15, 20 years of phosphate left. And then after that point, really, the, the real big basin of phosphate where, you know, 80, 85% of the world's phosphate will reside will be Morocco. So, you know, country independence does become a, a, a big question, uh, definitely for sure. <clears throat> and then you've also got the whole difference of the different phosphates, the sedimentary phosphate, which is plentiful, um, which is 95% of the world's phosphate, and that's good for agriculture. Um, but then you've got the really high purity igneous phosphate, which is a very small minority, less than 5% of the world's phosphate. And then you've got high purity igneous anorthosite in Quebec, which is less than 1% of the world's phosphate, where uh, first phosphate has 1,500 square kilometers of claims and advanced properties, uh, one in P PEA already. Um, and that's a very special type of, uh, of phosphate for, um, for LFP battery. So it's it's really it's, it's a game of high purity and then it's a game of fertilizer. Um, you know, 90% of the world's market uh, for phosphate in general is agriculture. Um, you know, if you look at the growth curve of what we've needed in terms of phosphate just to grow world population to what it is today. And if you look at the, the, the curve of phosphate where it needs to go in 2100, how much of it we have to mine another two or three times what we're mining today just to be able to sustain world population. And you know, the inverse of that is, is the word, you know, depopulation and famine. It's not a good word. But the arable land in this world is less and less. The population is bigger and bigger. The urban sprawl is more and more. And quite frankly, you, you whether you like fertilizers or not, um, you, you know we need them to be able to grow enough food for 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 the population of the world on the little bits of arable land that that are remaining. So phosphate in in and of itself is on a tremendous growth traje trajectory just on the agricultural side. That's ninety percent of it. But then this LFP battery, which is the high purity purified phosphoric acid, that that sliver there is going to you know double triple. Um, there's some projections that it will double. We believe that, you know, we're going to need five times the amount of purified phosphoric acid, if not more, uh, between now and 2030 and 2035. So tremendous, tremendous growth cycle for phosphate here. It needs to be understood. It needs to be tackled professionally. Um, it needs proper government coordination and understanding. What Quebec has done here is remarkable um, in terms of, you know, really identifying not only phosphate, but appetite, the host mineral in which you find the, the phosphate as the critical mineral. And if you look at the Quebec list as well, you know, they've identified aluminum, they've identified high purity iron, a few other really high purity sources. So it shows you that Quebec has taken another step, even above uh, this whole critical mineral discussion, and they're identifying secondary transformation and high purity. So high purity minerals in, secondary transformation, um, that's where Quebec is taking, I guess, the world um, in terms of the critical minerals list. So we see a real evolution here for the first time, I believe, ever. Um, in terms of, you know, Quebec going out there and really not only designating critical minerals, but there, there are high purity applications of these critical minerals because they are aiming towards, you know, the, the battery sector. This is a yeah. really big achievement here. Absolutely. Well said, John. Thank you so much. Good to see you again. Thank you so much, Steve. All right. John Pasolacqua, the CEO of First Phosphate Corp.